Aloha and welcome to another episode of the Hawaii Vacation Connection. I'm Aloha Bruce. Thanks for tuning in for this Friday, November 20th, 2020. We got a lot to talk about today. We have some new information that's coming out about the quarantine situation here. So I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to give you my thoughts about it. And I also want to talk in general about the noise that a lot of people are hearing, especially on social media about coming here. Don't forget this podcast is brought to you by us. We're the owners of Hawaii Aloha Travel. We're in Hawaii. We're Hawaii's experts, and you can catch us on the web at hawaii-aloha.com, or you can just give us a call at 1-800-843-8771. We would love to help you plan your next Hawaii vacation. That's all we do here is help folks plan their Hawaii vacations, and we want to help you do that. We do everything here. You know, it gets to be kind of a rabbit hole on the internet. You know, there's just so much stuff to see and do and hear, and it gets a little confusing. So I want to... Uh, help you navigate and book your next Hawaii vacation. Okay, let's do it. Let's talk about the topic today. First of all, yesterday we heard from the governor. He decided because of a lot of pressure and a lot of concern about COVID-19, he decided that if you're coming to Hawaii, you must have a negative COVID-19 test prior to getting here, which is nothing new, right? But it has been the case over the last month that if you didn't get your test in time, you could just go to your hotel, basically quarantine. The new wrinkle to this is that if you don't have a negative test, you automatically have to go into a 14-day quarantine. Now, it makes sense, right? If you don't have a um, negative COVID-19 test, you know, you, you should, you know, you should quarantine or you should go into quarantine. But what it doesn't make sense is, is that if you can get your results in time or you can quarantine and get your test while you're here, you should be able to get out of quarantine. Does that make sense? So here's what I think has happened. I think that so much of the negativity has been amplified across all verticals that I think what we're doing is we're amplifying a lot of the negativity and we're not counterbalancing that with most people who are coming here and are traveling to the islands are not breaking the rules. They're not. Most of the people that are coming here are respectful visitors and they've done their research and they've checked out, you know, what's going on here and they're following the rules. I think one of the numbers that came out was that 94% of the people that are coming in here are going through the program fine. So they're focusing on this, this other 6% of people, I guess, is what's happening. And this has become the focus. It gets amplified across, you know, all these social media channels. We've got all these snitches out there. We've got these people that are just spending all of their time focusing on this negativity and instead focusing on solutions. So what are some of the solutions? What are some of the things that we can do and we should be doing? Oh, I have to also vent. And by the way, I'll be on the news tonight. If you watch KITV um, here in Hawaii, you'll see me on the news. Hopefully, I think I was able to get my point across about all of this. And hopefully, it'll come across in the, in the piece that they're doing. So I think one of the things that we can do as a solution is not have a knee-jerk reaction to things, you know, to think them through. We've, we've only been doing this program a month, and obviously, we need to fine-tune it. This is nothing that anybody expected would be like out-of-the-box a perfect solution, right? 
we all knew that there was going to be things that were going to happen, that were going to be glitches, problems, people were going to get caught up with things, and we've learned. I mean, I am just so proud of what has happened, actually. I mean, if I look at just the last month, you know, a little over a month now, it's what, a month and a few days, how far we have come, I think it's been a tremendous accomplishment. And I really applaud the leaders for it. You know, a lot of people are criticizing the government, you know, and, all, you know, you try to put yourself in the shoes of somebody that is a public servant, a governor, a mayor, uh, people in the city council, people that are, had no idea how to handle something like this and how they would approach it. We closed down this, these islands for months and months and months and people complained. I mean, I, I couldn't stop. I was a complainer when it first started. And now, uh, you know, here we are, opened up, and now we have just as many complainers and people, you know, upset. So I am here to say that the solution is for every negative person that comes out or does something wrong, we have to follow it up with all the positives that are out there. And there are a lot of them. And I have a lot of customers that are coming in here every day that are respectful, wonderful, nice people. They follow the rules. They respect our Aina. They are so happy to be here. And they're grateful to be here. And you know what? People who are coming to Hawaii right now are having the time of their lives. Really. I, I mean that. I, I have talked to, I have brought in at least 30 people since this thing has started, and I haven't found one person that hasn't had the most amazing time of their lives visiting the islands during these times. I was just talking to this woman, Sandra, who I booked. She booked her trip back in last year, and she was so worried, so worried, so worried, and we put it off to November, and she... She even got stuck in Dallas for a night because she got, it's a whole long story, but American Airlines <laughs> messed her up in some way. I don't know how it happened, but she had to, I think it was a delay in a flight. So she missed her connecting flight, but she got here. She was so happy and she didn't want to leave. She says, Bruce, I don't, I don't want to leave. You know, she was having such a great time. So these islands are, are waiting for you. Uh, I wouldn't listen to the negativity that's out there. It's just a lot of nonsense, to be honest with you. Sure, there's problems. Every, there's problems with any kind of system that starts up. But the chances of, of things going right are a lot more probable than things going wrong. So focus on solutions. So one of the solutions I thought of, first of all, I don't think it's fair to punish people because there's some problem with the testing system. To make these people go into a 14-day quarantine because the testing was late, maybe by a day. I haven't found one person through all, you know, we have a, a group. It's a Facebook group. You should join the Facebook group. If you haven't joined it, please go ahead and join it. And it's the COVID-19 Testing for Hawaii. It's a long title whatever it is. <laughs> just if you, if you just DM me, I'll send you the, the link. It's a place where people are, are actually helping each other. It's, it's, a, it's a wonderful group of people and so many positive stories, you know, about things that are happening. And there was this poor guy that was, you know, he's coming in tomorrow and uh, he hasn't gotten his test results. So he's freaking out, you know, and we all, you know, we all calmed him down. You know, many people don't get their test results until the next day or the day they're leaving. It's very common. And I just think it's really unfair to punish people by making them go into quarantine for 14 days if their test was late. I mean, come on. I think we can do better than that. 
The other thing we can do is we have hotels here in Hawaii that, are, that taxpayer dollars are paying for that are quarantine hotels. And they're really nice properties. I'm not going to mention the names. I was told not to mention the names, but they're really nice properties. Why can't anybody that doesn't have a test go right to one of these hotels for a day or two, test, and if they're negative, they're free to, to leave quarantine. I'm just not really, I'm just not too pleased with the way this particular decision was made. I understand it, and I'm, I'm totally on board with it. I am not a COVID-19 denier. I am 100% completely, I understand it. I want everybody to be safe, and I want everybody to, to understand what they need to do to remain safe. And one of those things is masking, and that's what, what people are doing here. And I think if all sides of this issue would come together on this, it would be a, a wonderful thing. And the other thing, the other solution that I, that I think needs to, to happen is I think that we need to make sure that we get the messaging out there that people in the travel industry, like myself and tourism leaders, and anybody connected to the tourism industry is not in it for the money. You know, this is, this is kind of what's happened. Uh, there, there's a perception that because I'm a travel advisor and I earn my living from bringing people here, that somehow I can't be objective about it. I can't have a say about it. I can't uh, be vocal about it. This, this is just very disturbing to me because... The people in my industry give a lot back to the community. Now, I mean a lot. I mean, I've, and, and you'll see this soon. We're doing a, a, a great show um, that's going to be out very soon. And you'll see us talking to tourism leaders. And, you know, one of the points that I really want to bring out in this program is just how much the, tur- the people in the tourism industry care about our community, the money they give back, the charities they support. In fact, one of the GMs that I just talked to recently told me that it's a requirement, pretty much, that everybody on his staff is connected to some charity. You know, there are hotels here that actually ask you to take part of your, like, $5 a night or $5 a stay, some of that money to go into charities that support charities here. This idea that because we're in the travel industry, we don't have a say or we don't care about our, our uh, community, I think is unfair. It's disingenuous. I reject it. And I reject people that keep claiming this and going along this path. I've, I'm fed up with it, to be honest with you. And I'm tired of just sitting here being quiet about it. I'm not going to be quiet about it anymore. And I'm going to start calling people out by name very soon, if this continues. Because this, this beating up and uh, using the tourism industry as a scapegoat is not fair, it's uncalled for, and it's got to stop, period. The, the, one of the issues, I think, is that the, the Hawaii Tourism Bureau, the people in the tourism industry, they, they never expected this. And there's nobody that I know of at the Hawaii Tourism Association, at the HVCB, from the state level, in any of the government positions that are doing any kind of brand control or brand management, they call it. Do you never heard of brand management? I just had a long talk with a friend who explained to me what brand management is. <laughs> what brand management is, is it being in touch with consumers and it's, it analyzes how you're being perceived by the public. There, to my knowledge, there is nobody doing brand management in the state of Hawaii on any level, um, and they need to do it. 
because there are people right now that are spending their lives right now sitting on the computer bashing Hawaii and bashing Hawaii visitors and bashing somebody just takes their mask off in a store by mistake and they go and they take a picture of it and they throw it up on the internet and they amplify it like everybody is doing this, you know, and it's getting out of control. Jeez, I'm, I'm worked up today. <laughs> anyway, I needed to get out here and talk about that. So please, if you are coming here as of November 24th, if you don't have that negative COVID-19 test before you leave, you will not be able to be free in Hawaii. You're going to have to go into quarantine for 14 days. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to mention is that on the big island, if you do travel to the big island, you also have to get a second test. You don't have to get a second test. They're, they're doing random testing. So in other words, you may be selected as one of the people they random test for a second test. So if you're negative, I mean, if you're positive on that second test, you know, that's a problem. So keep that in mind. If you're heading to the Big Island now, it's been very confusing about what's going on the Big Island because there was two testing for a while and then they stopped the two testing and then they, they started this new thing. So, um, and then on Kauai, it's, it's like all bets are off for Kauai right now. I'm not really even recommending people go to Kauai right now because I can't even keep up with all the changes over there. But the mayor there seems to want to do... Um, keep people at least in quarantine for 72 hours, everybody. Um, and, uh, definitely like a second test there. So, um, that's the latest update. I want to thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you being here. Don't forget to check out our website, hawaii-aloha.com. Make sure you click on the blog and the podcast. The podcast is in its 14th year. There's hundreds of episodes. So if you're really bored, uh, check that out. Also, uh, make sure that you check out our sister site, uh, Secret Hawaii Tours, where we do uh, tours, uh, take you out privately here in the islands. And also, uh, what else? Also, yeah, definitely check out our Facebook page, Hawaii Aloha Travel. And uh, that's pretty much it. And don't forget to be stay tuned. December 1st, we have a beautiful video podcast uh, debuting where we're going to talk to some of these tourism leaders and start to try to help with the messaging here. All right, that's going to do it. That's going to wrap it up for my beautiful wife, Yaling, and all of us here at Hawaii Aloha Travel. I'll say aloha and mahalo.